Greg and Josh are not paid critics. They are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They are just two nerds that love to talk about internet shows. However, they're still going to tell you about what they think. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of All Queued Up. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of All Queued Up. This is the uninhibited version of All Queued Up. Uh, I am your host, Greg Dietz, and with me always is Josh Fisher. How you doing, buddy? Uh, well, I'm technically good, but, <laughs> you know, I'm a little frustrated, but we'll get into that later. I mean, it's nothing terribly bad, but mild frustration, I'd put it, but I'm good. How about you? D- uh, doing actually really well. I, uh, I'm tired, but that's just because I'm doing all the work now with DoorDash. Like, my dad just gets to sit in the passenger seat and do nothing. Because he's navigating and you're driving and... I wouldn't even say he's doing that. (laughs) Well, you know, based on that one story you told me the other day, yeah. And he's trying to. So, like... So, before I get into that, because that's some of the what I wanted to talk about that's really funny. I wanted to kind of touch on what I mentioned in the last episode we did. But before I do that, guys, if you're new to the podcast, um, this is our offshoot show called uh, Uninhibited, where Josh and I just talk about whatever we want, whatever's going on in our lives. The regular show, which is our review podcast, where we take two shows, watch it in their entirety. Uh, we give our thoughts and impressions and then give a grade at the end. Last week... Uh, you can go check out the episode we did on Altered Carbon Season 2 and Hunters. Hunters. Thank you. I was like, wow. <laughs> I forgot that we watched Hunters there for a minute, which is a shame considering. Um, but yeah, go, you can check out that episode if that's what you're here for. If not, join us for about an hour to hour and a half and we'll just shoot the shit. Uh, last week when we were doing the episode on Hunters and altered carbon i mentioned the whole uh, driving thing in my life and that there's a reason why at the age of 37 or 37 at the age of almost 37 i'm 36 in a row i was what? trying to turn i was trying to turn it into a fucking clerk's quote and you fucked it up that is an obscure ish quote to that movie because i was like i i don't i still don't know what quote you're talking about Oh my God! When Dante, when Dante is talking to Veronica, and she was talking about how, you know, she'd only been with, uh, oh. like five guys, and then she said that she had sucked a yes, lot of yeah. dicks, and he's like, "How many?" And she's trying to think. She's like something like thirty-six. I didn't pick up at all that you. He's like, "I'm thirty-six." She's like, "Oh, 37. 37 and it's and he's like yeah. 37 my girlfriend sucked 37 dicks and the customer line's like in a row <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 i remember it now uh well it hasn't been 37 Jesus. dicks not even one actually um well you know that's consistency for you yeah no shit <laughs> uh so the first time i went to take my driving test i was 19 years old and uh, the reason I didn't do it at 16 was just because I didn't give a shit about cars to any level or any extent. And I lived in the middle of a city 
to where I could just walk to wherever I wanted to do. What like if there's a liquor store or a restaurant or anything, it was in walking distance. Yeah. Within a mile radius of my house is everything I ever need. No joke. So it just didn't seem necessary until I was 19. And I was like, I want my license. So I tried. You know, my dad taught me how to drive in the van. And then I went to take the test, the driving test specifically. Yeah. Failed like, it the first time. Like the road course itself, not the written test, but the road course. Right, right. Gotcha. Uh, to be fair, every single time I've taken the written test, every single time I've passed it, I have never failed the written test. Why? Because a lot of that shit is common sense. Yeah, a lot of it is. And what was it you were telling me that when you went and took it again here recently, like they were making a big deal about how you were like the first person in that day that didn't need help yeah, and yeah, got yeah. everything right. The only yeah. missed one question. I missed two questions, but oh, uh, sorry, because, because I took like 18 fucking practice tests and not yeah. a single one of those practice tests had anything. Cause here's the thing. I'm going to level with you guys. I didn't read the fucking booklet. I went into the DMV and got the booklet. I didn't fucking read it. What I did was I took 18 different fucking practice tests and then went in to try to take the regular test. Like that's, that's how you, that's how you do tests in general. <laughs> like it's, it's pretty easy in that category, but also a lot of road stuff is, is fairly common sense, you know? Yeah. Um, Don't drive it, into things. Yeah. Like it's ugh. stop before hitting. <laughs> ugh. Anyway, uh, the two, the two questions I got wrong had to do with the bike lane because I didn't, take that i didn't see that question ever pop up uh and uh the common sense thing was just like don't hit the biker right (laughs) don't hit the bicyclist in in theory it depends on what kind of mood i'm in and if they did anything to (laughs) slot me you know that's fair but legally speaking don't hit the oh legally no no don't do it but you know yeah the the reason i got those wrong was because my brain was like if there's a bicyclist in the bike lane and I need to make a right-hand turn, uh, get behind them so that way I can keep you know my eye on them and know where they are. Don't try to get ahead of them, right? Get behind them and push was, them along. Exactly. It was straight up. <laughs> oh, just keep honking. Get the fuck. No, no. Uh, just nudge, was... nudge their tire with the bumper of your car. <laughs> just give them a little encouragement. Hey, buddy, speed up here. Got places to be. But yeah, it was, it was it was just the other one was about um, just turning into the bike lane in general, and it was like, when is it acceptable to turn into the bike lane to make a right hand turn? And it's like if you see the the dashed white line, like as soon as you're up against that with your car, you can go into the bike lane to make a right hand turn. Which I don't know, well, I don't remember how I got that wrong, but I got that wrong. Any any turn lane, you're not supposed to enter into the turn lane until the broken lines are next to your vehicle. Right. I try to stress this to Misty so much. I'm like, there's this one place, and every time, like, uh, say when we go to Walmart for things we need for the home, and we leave, and it's a hot day, I'll be like, hey, it's between two and four. Let's go get some half-priced drinks at Sonic, because... Sonic's food is trash, but I love their slushes. Yeah. So enough. I'll go and get a slush. And then, you know, it's about a quarter mile on this little side road to get down to the uh, intersection to turn back onto the road to get onto, right? 
Yeah. Instead of getting into the proper lane, she will stay in the turn lane all the way to the end. And yet there are two places that need to, you know, if people are trying to turn in and she's in the turn lane, she is blocking their, their path. Right. I tell her, I was like, you know, this is illegal as fuck. And you do this every time. Stop doing this. She's like, it's not illegal. I was like, yes, it is. If I were a cop, I would give you a fucking ticket. <laughs> it drives me nuts. And she does it every time. She's like, it's just a couple hundred feet. I was like, so fucking what? It's still the law. <laughs> you know, uh, I, it's, it's a, it's a considered a moving violation. Now she has gotten tickets before and not told me about it. Um, she got a ticket once for not having Madison in a seatbelt, not having her seatbelt on. And I didn't find out about it until a year later when I got a notice in the mail. I was like, uh-huh. She, and Madison's like, well, we weren't we weren't supposed to tell you because she knew you'd be mad. And I'm like, but yet when I tell you something, you go immediately and tell her what I said. That's some bullshit. Kids against me, man, I'm telling you. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Uh oh yeah, yeah. So that yeah, it was just uh, anyway. So I've never gotten the 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 written test. Uh, I've never failed it. Yeah. Um, but the driving test, on the other hand, I have failed it three times, though I have attempted to take it five. So the first time I took it, the guy was just a complete asshole and, like, marked me on a bunch of shit, but then wouldn't tell me what I fucked up on. Well, so, so that's not fair. They should tell you what you have right. messed up on so you right. can course correct, you know? He was a su- he was just a complete asshole. And... and that's just that is. But the second time I went to took it, which was like a week and a half later, the woman was super nice. She was just like, okay, so here's what you messed up on. Like realistically, it was it was you you just don't look over your shoulder. Whenever you went to merge into another lane or or back up or anything like that, you just never look over your shoulder. You need to make sure you look over your shoulder at cars in your blind spot and yada yada yada, and then you'll pass it, no problem. And I went, Oh shit, okay, that's really all I gotta do. So and that was probably the things you were missing when the first guy. It might have been. You. So I go to take it a third time, which was maybe two weeks later. And I had practiced looking over my shoulder. So I get hit. I get that guy again. The guy from the first one in the car. He fails me. And I have no idea why. I even asked him. And he says, you made mistakes and just gets out of the car. And I'm huh. like, what the fuck did I do wrong? Like, I looked over my shoulder. I did exactly what I did with her, but I looked over my shoulder when I went to merge and then when I went to reverse. And, and I, I don't know what I did wrong. So I went to my, yeah. my, my... And if they're not telling you, that's not very fucking helpful at all. No, it's not. And that's definitely a deterrent for, you know, like, fuck it. What am I, why am I even trying at this well, point? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. That's not what my deterrent was, but I'll get oh, to that. Okay. Um, so, I mean, at the time it felt like a deterrent, but it was whatever. Now, here's the biggest problem. When you take, when you fail the driving test a third time, you have to take the written again and pay for it. Uh, yeah, you can't just like go for a fourth time and good luck or like have a, you know, a time span in which you can't take it. I think it's only Help. a week. If you, fa- if you fail it, you have another, you have a week before you can take it again. But if you fail it three times, you have to take the written. How much do they charge you to retake the written at that point? At the at that time, it was twenty four dollars each time. 
So basically the cost of getting your license essentially at the right. time. Okay. Um, you didn't have to pay to take the, the, the driving test. You just had to pay to get your permit. Yeah. Um, the driving test was just something you scheduled, but so I talked to a friend's mom who worked at the DMV and, uh, in, in LA specifically. And she explained to me, uh, that, uh, when I when I'm behind the wheel, I need to over exaggerate everything. So when I'm looking left and right behind the wheel, I need to lean forward and really like strain to look left and right. Um, when I'm at a stop sign, make sure that the white line at the stop sign is like I gets visible in front of my car. Oh yeah. Um, try to always make sure you're going at least five under the speed limit because when they look at your speedometer, they might not notice that. And there was a whole bunch of other little things like that. And I went, okay, I'll keep that in mind. I'll keep that in mind, right? And she said, yeah, if you keep all that stuff in mind, you should have no problem, yada, yada. All right, okay, cool. So I go to take it a, a fourth time. As my dad's getting out of the car, he goes to adjust the rearview mirror. He's in the passenger seat, keep in mind. He goes to adjust the rearview mirror and just knocks it off the fucking car entirely. Yeah, well, it's not road legal at that point. Can't right. take it. Exactly. That's exactly what they said. And I was just like, okay, cool. And they were like, yeah, well, once you get that fixed, like come back in. And, uh, that was that I didn't try again for years. I, that was a big deterrent for me. I was just like, clearly I'm not meant to have my license. Fuck it. Who cares? I don't care. You know, whatever. So it wasn't until I was about 24 ish that I went to go try to take my my permit test again. I went with a friend. I had the extra cash, and I just said, fuck it. I'm going to give it a shot. So I went and took the test and, uh, of course, passed the written test. Had my permit for a little while. And uh, the only available car at the time, my stomach touched the steering wheel. Um, no, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm jumping ahead a little bit. Sorry, this is when I was 24. Uh, every time I went to go take the the the... Or not, I'm sorry, not take the test. Whenever I went to go drive my dad's car with him in it, he'd make some excuse that he wasn't going to allow me to drive the car because I didn't have insurance, even though I had a permit. And the law is that as long as I'm in the car with somebody who is under the insurance and is over the age of 18, I'll be fine. He still mm -hmm. refused. He still absolutely refused. So I never got any practice. And then a year went by and my, my permit just permit expired. Yeah. So I, again, was just like, fuck it. I'm not even going to try. And uh, and then years down the line, I think I was like 27, 28 years old, somewhere in there, a friend loaned me the, tw the, the $25 to get my permit. I got my permit, went to take the driving test because I, you know, I convinced my dad that it was okay. But I was, I was so large at the time that my stomach touched the bottom of the steering wheel. And the, the, guy, the guy gets in the car, looks at that, and goes, yeah, I can't allow you to get behind the wheel of a car because that's an obstruction of points on my stomach, and then gets out. And at that point, at that point, I was just like, yeah, I'm just, I'm fucking done. I'm done trying. That's an obstruction. Points at your stomach and just fucks off. God damn. Yeah, so, that, so when that, everybody... That's a real self-esteem builder right there. Yeah, dude, that was... Like I told my dad, I said, whenever somebody asks why I don't have my license, I'm like, a little bit of misfortune, a little bit of depression, you know. 
Yeah, no, no, I get it. And uh, I'm not making excuses because this is the, like that's just literally what happened. And you know, I wish I did. I wish I had the right frame of mind to not sit there and say "fuck it, I'm done." I'm not even going to try. I wish I had kept some kind of willpower in that, but I just couldn't, you know, it just sucked. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's why at the age of almost 37, I'm now get trying to get my license. Uh, that being said, my dad has never been a passenger or sorry. He hasn't been a passenger in a car in literally years keep keep in mind my mom hates driving absolutely hates driving she's terrified of other cars she's terrified of the freeway she hates driving so my dad's always driven of course my dad's been driving for uber for such a long time and now he's been driving around with doordash like he's never in the passenger seat these past two weeks have been hilarious absolutely fucking hilarious because he gets really easily and quickly paranoid whenever I'm doing anything. Um, he uh, he doesn't know how to like properly sit in a passenger seat and not like rock around hella hard whenever like I make a turn or break. My favorite thing is he'll go to reach for like the knob for the air conditioner or for the uh, um, the radio. Mm-hmm. just as I'm like hitting the gas. <laughs> so he's just like, hey, oh, my arm got shorter there. Every oh. time. Every fucking time. And I'm just like, you think you'd learn by now, but it's like, so the reason I'm mentioning this is because the other day, uh, yesterday specifically, as of this recording yesterday. Which would be Tuesday. Right. Uh, the um there's a there's a rural area because i live in like a city uh city traffic city population yada yada but there's a rural rural area um backwoodsy kind of thing called wilton called what wilton okay Um, Uh, what, what, what i'm going to assume what is rural to you is probably pretty heavily heavily populated compared to where i live Oh, very likely, but like it's 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 mostly farmland out there. Yeah. Like lots and lots of farmland. Like your closest neighbor is half a mile down the road kind of shit. Um sounds like paradise to me. It sounds like paradise to my dad. He hates where we live. Like he's just like we live way too close to too many people. Uh man, I've got I've got one set of neighbors and they're way too close for my comfort. <laughs> I mean, they did burn their other house down in January, so it's not like I'm like happy that they're immediately next door to me now. Fair. Uh, what I hadn't experienced until yesterday was driving on a two-lane road that is pretty thin. Not a whole yeah. lot of room for error. Yeah. I am unintentionally hugging the right side of the road because as cars come by me on the left side, it scares me a little bit. Yeah. Not, not a lot to the point where I'm just like curving every single time. Like 
my brain just kind of goes, oh boy. Who? So I'm unintentionally hugging the right side of the road. And we hit what, this what, curve. What voice, what voice does your brain have to you <laughs> when it's talking I, to you and making expressions like that? I, well, it, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know how to answer this question. In my, in, my, in my mind, it's like that buzzard from the Bugs Bunny cartoons. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> the anxiety part of my brain that does that, which is that part, yes, it's exactly that, that voice. <laughs> uh, the logical part that says, uh, you know, vote for Bernie Sanders is a different part. It's the, it's the one that sounds like me. That's right. I said it. What are you going to do about it? Uh, yeah, probably nothing because it looks like it's going to be Biden. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, not get too heavy on that topic. Um, I get a little too close to the right side of the road and I start to go off the, 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 the pavement, like into the gravel a little bit. On and the shoulder, we have a, yeah. We have a um, we have a, a, a an Elantra, mm-hmm. so it's got you know the little tires, and yeah. <laughs> my dad gets real scared, real scared. Here's exactly what I saw and then heard at the same time. I see his hand come towards the steering wheel. His entire body lean forward. And the noise that came out of him was, <laughs> well, he's he's terrified you're about to run out of the road, and he's trying to correct it. Oh, I oh I know why. I'm and, 100% and why. Sadly, you know, he runs the risk of over forcing you to overcorrect, and you know, cause something worse to happen. Well, that's- but I know he can't help it. It's reflexive. It's in- instinctive. Exactly. I, we, we had like, there's been many, many times. Like I, I, I had a really hard laugh yesterday too. Like we were coming down off of a, um, not a very busy road. It was, it was mainly in the morning. Um, but there was a car in front of me and it was like a downhill curve. And, uh, I was coming up towards a stop sign or stop light. And I'm, I'm coming up to this car a bit too fast and I start to know it and I start to apply the brakes but it's still like I'm still coming up too fast. So he's like super worried I'm going to hit this car in front of us. And all he does is go, ah! I stopped with plenty of time. But that, no- <laughs> that noise of, ah! fucking, oh my God, I couldn't. I was trying to then drive and I was laughing hysterically. That is funny. He's, he's like, it's not that funny, Greg. I'm like, no, it's really fucking funny. I'm sorry, Dad. <laughs> He's like, I don't want you to hit another car. And I'm like, yeah, I don't want to hit another car as, as well. Like, me me driving isn't a situation of just like, hey, it's a video game. Let me just go from the last save point. Like, <laughs> it's not what this is. I will say, though, it is better if, you know, say, for instance, you have somebody that's, it's, you either have a choice to hit them or run out of the road. Depending on how bad it could be, if it's like just barely grazing them, graze them, you know, instead of going into the ditch and really fucking some shit up. Well, we rarely have to go into the into the into Wilton. Like, sorry, uh, it's not a super common thing. 
but uh, I haven't gotten close to hurting the car at all. Yeah. Um, there was a situation where uh, this one was kind of funny. I'm trying to make a right-hand turn into a residential area. There's a there's a car that's par- that's at the stop sign, and I try to get in between them and the curb in order to make the right-hand turn. In my mind, I had plenty of room. To Dad's perspective, I was gonna fucking hit a tall curb. So, so you're totally Mel Gibson, and he's totally Danny Glover at the start of Lethal Weapon too. <laughs> yeah, kinda. Well then, I'm sitting there. I'm I'm in control. I'm in. I'm I'm going. Okay, I have enough room. Yada yada. I mean, I'm getting real close, and all of a sudden, he just very loudly goes, "Greg, you're gonna hit the curb." And I, I had to compose myself and not jerk the car, not hit slam on the brakes. And I was like, "Why?" And I looked. And I was like, "Why do you do that?" And he was like, "Well, you're gonna hit the curb." And I was like, "Did I hit the fucking curb?" And he goes, no. And I went, then don't fucking yell like that. He goes, I just don't want you to hit the curb. I go, I'm well aware you don't want me to hit the fucking curb. But if you yell while I'm trying to do something like that, I could make it worse. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. So that's why the other two situations of him just making noises happened because he was trying to not yell and scare me. <laughs> that is that is funny. <laughs> I don't get, I don't mind him like giving me subtle directions or letting me know. Like there's a weird road where like it, it kind of turns into a curve. It's, it's Franklin road that turns into Willard Parkway. And the way that it works is that it's just a slight turn, but you have to be in the far left lane to make, sorry, you have to be in the far right lane in order to make the slight left turn. Because the other two lanes in this three-lane area turn left entirely. So wrap your head around that fucking monstrosity of a traffic situation. Seen worse. I'm sure. I, I 100% am sure there's worse. But, but for you just learning and starting out and getting practical experience, yeah, it's a little intimidating. So we were coming up towards that, and I didn't remember that at all and he goes greg you have to be in the left lane but like super late like super 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 late to the point where i had to like stop and try to get into the far left lane sorry try this again far right lane in order to get to make that you know connection and as i'm looking in my rearview mirror and I look behind me, I don't see any cars. I start to go, and it was like, hey, that one car, meow. <laughs> so I hmm. jerked the car real hard back what, into our lane. What, what noise did that car make? Meow. That's funny. Uh, he just goes, Greg, you have to watch for other cars. I was like, I don't know what you're seeing when you're in that passenger seat, Dad, but that whole thing where I contort my body to look behind me, and he goes, oh, I didn't see you do that. I was just looking in the rear view mirror. If you're looking in the left rear or sorry, if you're looking in the right view rear view mirror, how in the fresh fuck are you going to see me doing anything proper? Uh, also, I have a really hard time, as I'm sure you could tell with me telling these stories, with saying left and right correctly. Don't yeah. know why. Don't know why. It's just a thing. My brain does it. Driving, never have a problem. Not one fucking time. 
Oh, that's when it's most important. Oh, I agree. I wholeheartedly, I was kind of worried about that, but as I've been door dashing for like, I have about 600 hours or 600 miles under my belt now because I've been just driving every day with DoorDash. Jesus Christ, man. I mean, I know people have told you to go on a diet, but shit. Huh? It was a poor attempt at a fat joke, Greg. 600 miles under my belt. Get it? Oh. Girth. Girth. Expanse. Yeah, under my belt, the under my belt part really went over my head. I was like, I, I, this is a joke that I am lost on. I, I apologize. It was a pitiful <laughs> attempt at a bad joke, and it was funnier <laughs> in my fucking head when it sprang there. <laughs> uh, they can't all be winners. No. Well, yeah. Uh, I wasn't gonna say the um. Yeah. So like. Oh, the other thing that makes perfect sense in my head is the blinker. Like, before it became inherent, like just a natural reaction, I was already doing it correctly no matter what. Like, I want to go left, I click it down. I want to go right, I click it up. No problems. Just done and done. So. It was really weird. One time. When I was younger, I was a fucking idiot. And uh, I had this one car that I didn't treat the best because I didn't really give a shit. Mm -hmm. And the windows were rolled down and I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to dukes of hazard the shit out of this car and jump in from the outside and slide in that way. So when I did so, my left foot hit the turn signal (laughs) and broke it the fuck off. Oh, my God. So... (laughs) Keep in mind, I was a pizza delivery driver. Um, it broke it the fuck off. So if I I had to pull the fuse to signal, like I had to put the fuse in, and I could put the uh, the turn the turn signal bar back in place, right, and push it up or force it down with a screwdriver handle. But I had to fucking pull the fuse because it would it would never turn off. It would always stay on. And my windshield wipers would always stay on, too, because that was where the wiper control was. So if I needed to turn left or right, I had to plug the fuse in. Try doing that while you're driving, leaning down, looking at the road and fumbling around, feeling for the fucking fuse. So what I did, I taped a fuse puller to it. Uh so it would you know be sticking out so i could just dislodge it slightly and then push it back into place keep in mind i'm like 20 fucking one at the time and stupid um as most of us but every but every time i had to fucking make a left or right turn my windshield wipers would also come on uh so i looked like a moron on a dry day looked like it perfectly normal when it was raining uh but yeah that car I didn't give a fuck about that car. That car, man, my ex-girlfriend at the time loosened the lug nuts on my fucking driver's side tire because she was pissed at me. And I pulled out, and I'm driving down the road, and then I start here. It, it's kind of wobbling. And I was like, man, I need to get this alignment checked for some reason. And then I heard ping. It's like, what the fuck was that? Then I heard ping. And then the tire really, the tire really started wobbling. I was trying to say car and tire, and it said tar. 
No, I see. <laughs> Tire. Then I heard two pings and it really started wobbling. I was like, what the fuck is that? And then another ping, I was like, that's my fucking lug nuts. Oh, shit. And as soon as I go to hit the brakes, the tire just said, fuck off, and fell off of the goddamn car. And the car came down on top of the tire. I wasn't going but about 20, 25 miles an hour because it was in a residential zone. That was the speed limit. And the tire just punched up into the fucking fender well. And rip the whole front fender right the fuck off. Oh, my ex girlfriend did that shit. I know it was her. Um, because I found out later when she told me. Uh, yeah, yeah, that sucked. So yeah, I can imagine my car, my car, my car falls, and the rotor where is skidding and shooting sparks out of the side of the car and I can see them flying up uh, and the tire just keeps fucking rolling about two or 300 yards down the goddamn road before it decides to stop running away and falls over. I guess it fell over because it was tired. I'm, I'm not happy with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. No, that was a good one. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, that sucked. Um, as my grandmother always used to say, never stick your dick in crazy. Right, um, right. Well, but, uh, you know. Well, my grandmother said that to me, but, you know, I've heard that lesson. My, my, my grandmother was a wise lady, sir. Yeah, no shit. Um, yeah, it's, it's funny. My dad, my dad's super paranoid about getting into a wreck because it's our, it's our vehicle that makes us money right now. And I totally get that. But he well, has it's also, also your only mode of transportation, right? Yeah, yeah. As well as what brings the money in. Uh, the other big factor into it is I'm absolutely fucking terrified of getting to a wreck. Like, I've had a fear of semi-trucks my whole life. Mm. And uh, I do believe that the best way to get over fears is to, to expose Tackle yourself. Head to on. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, I, I try now when you say expose yourself, you're not saying you're pulling your wiener out for the truckers, right? At first I meant that. And then it didn't work. And somebody got mad at me. Oh, okay. That's a joke. Uh, yeah. Like it's just, I, 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 I think it was because when I was in fourth grade, fifth grade, something like that, I was biking home and, uh, Around the corner to the cul-de-sac I live in was a blind spot, and there was a woman that lived in there that had a semi-truck. And she was coming up to the stop, so she's going maybe five miles an hour, but she hits me off my bike. Obviously, all that did was knock me off my bike. Uh, terrified me. Absolutely oh. fucking mortified me. So well, I, I mean, this is a 20-plus ton vehicle probably. You know, if it was just yeah. the cab, I'm not sure how much a, a semi-cab weighs. And if it was a cab over semi or if it was, a, you know, the sleeper compartments, I don't know. Details are, doesn't matter. That's a big fucking piece of machinery that knocked you off your back. And you were how old? Ten? Um, maybe. Somewhere in there, yeah. Yeah, that terrified me for a, a solid while. No, is I was... Mm, it was around the Julian and Jessica time. Oh, okay. 12, 13. Yeah. Hey, just saying, Jolene, if you're out there, 
please, please email us at all queued up at all queued up podcast at gmail.com. I will totally get you on this show. I want to hear your side of this story and how you have coped these 20 years later. Um, I got to know what effect this had on your psyche. Please hit me up. Somebody out there, anybody track her down. <laughs> My dad is, I get, I get his paranoia. I do. I genuinely do. No, I but, understand it. Well, having wrecked and totaled three vehicles in 18 months, I totally understand his paranoia. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is because of my personal paranoia of never wanting to get into a car wreck of being terrified of getting into a car wreck. I'm like overly cautious. Like it's, it's kind of ridiculous how overly cautious I am. Um, dude, after my wrecks, I became extremely overly cautious. And here's the thing. When I had my wrecks, I was at the time, um, suffering from severe sleep apnea and not getting good quality sleep. And I was actually prone to blackouts and all three, all three times that I wrecked was because I blacked out at the wheel and never realized that I did it once. Jesus. Yeah. One time I smacked into the back of an ambulance. Um, one time I smacked dead center right into a light pole. And then the other time uh, I was at the bottom of my driveway where we lived at the traffic lot and just kind of blacked out for a second and foot slipped off the brake sitting at the traffic lot waiting for it to turn green and punched the, this, the truck that was in front of me had a trailer hitch on it, a tow hitch put it right through my fucking radiator. Um, it was at that point. I was like, I give up, uh, you know, three fucking wrecks and 18 months, three totals. And all because I blacked out and didn't realize it. I'm like, I don't know how this happened. I had my foot on the brake. I don't know what the fuck happened. You know, it, I really didn't realize what was going on. And that shit was scary. I, yeah. I, I don't doubt it for a second. So I quit driving for a long time, uh, but I was, I was actually like, I, w- I could be talking to you and all of a sudden black out and fall. And I would think that I was like, Jesus, my knee gave out or my ankle gave out. I don't know why I fell or I'd be walking and I could black out. And I would think that I tripped. Like, I did not know I was blacking out. And people were telling me, dude, you just blacked the fuck out. I was like, no, I didn't. You're crazy. It's I didn't funny, realize it's, it. It's funny you're telling me this because something that I never really put into perspective was how easy it is to get comfortable behind the wheel and just completely like get like, drowsy? like get drowsy or just anything like that and like potentially get into a wreck. That's why I always have the window down and the radio blaring and singing along. Or what have you. Now, I don't have that blackout problem anymore. I've not blacked out in eight years now. That's good. Um, Yeah. It's been eight years since I blacked out. Uh, Nine years since I had any of the health issues 
that were causing those blackouts nine years ago this month, actually. Um, so that's a good thing. Yeah, it's very uh, good. And it'll be probably eight years next month since I had a blackout. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad about that. So now I'm, you know, I mean, I got back to driving again. Um, of course, I'm not driving now because, you know, when you're missing a right foot, an yeah. actual right foot, you can't push down on the pedals. I was supposed to go to my doctor's office uh, two weeks ago, but they had to reschedule my appointment for tomorrow. So I'm going to get that taken care of tomorrow. Finally get the uh, modifications prescribed for the car so I can... Yeah get that taken care of so i can get back to driving again because i miss driving uh speaking of doctors we can move on to the second topic if you want well we will here in a minute okay. one of my favorite things to do back in the day and for a long time dude i would just like i would just love to jump in the car at night throw on some music and just fucking drive around just aimlessly like, uh, when I would move to a new place, the first thing I would do, I would go get lost just so I could find my way back so I could learn the roads and everything around me. Um, but I, I used to, I, I, I love driving so much. Uh, I, I would just be like, let's see where I end up today. You know, if I'm off, I, I got a day off, I got money. Let's just fucking see where I end up today and just head out in some direction for no fucking reason. Uh, I miss doing that. Now, of course, you know, after Hurricane Katrina and gas prices shot up to four bucks a fucking gallon after years of being like a buck fifty, I wasn't too happy about that. So I didn't do that as much. But, you know, they're back to with my discount at the pump on Wednesdays, I get 30 cents off uh, a gallon because of the grocery store. You know, gas is under two bucks a gallon again. I do like to go driving every now and then. I miss it. I want to get back to doing that, man. It's driving me nuts. And it drives Misty nuts because Misty, you know, she has to rely on I have to rely on her to take me everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. It's like I got a doctor's appointment tomorrow at 1 p.m. You know, we got to leave here by 12 because it's a 45-minute ride to my doctor's office. She's got to take me. That's two and a half, three hours easy out of her day that she could be doing something else. Yeah. You know? And then, That's rough. Yeah, it, it fucking sucks. I just, it's like, damn, I could do that myself if I had the ability, so... Hopefully I'll be getting that ability back, you know, and <sighs> it's, it's, it's one of the major reasons why, uh, I've been struggling to get my license here for the past few months was because my parents are becoming more and more disabled. Um, yeah. age, age and, and the disabilities they already have. And, and I'm, I'm taking care of them as is, but it's more difficult when like we need something after dark. My dad can't drive a dark. He has nightmares. Yeah. My mom can't drive at all now because she didn't renew her license, so whatever. Well, she um, hated driving so much, she just refuses to renew it, I guess. Yeah, well, that's a whole fucking argument. I, a, a while back, like I want to say fucking October, 
ish. Um, we went to the like the 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 whole the three of us went out to go do a couple errands, and one of the stops was to stop the DMV, so I could get a a pamphlet to read it, and then ask them what my mom needed to do to renew her license. They literally said, "Can I get her uh, number on her license?" So I text my mom. I give it to the lady. She goes and takes my mom's name and that number to the back room. She comes back. She says, "All she has to do is go to the website, uh, fill out this one form on there. Here's the link, and she'll be able to get a new license in the mail." you know, in no time. I was like, okay, cool. I give her that information. She does not do anything about it. Literally months later goes, yeah, I need to figure out what to do to get my license. Oh my God. And I went, mom, we went to the DMV and I gave you that information. No, we didn't. Okay. Okay. Sure thing. And then, and then it turned into this whole, like, you didn't help me do it, Greg. You didn't. I was like, cause you didn't. What? What was this? Did you want me to like carry you upstairs to the computer? Like, what? What did you want from me? <laughs> Just like tell me you want to do it, and we'll plan it out. For fuck's sake, I don't. Anyway, it was the whole thing, but. But yeah, that's so, why. Like, like it's not just it's not just the DoorDash thing. It's like, I'm I'm gonna be honest with you, uh, you Josh and the and the audience. Like, I'm woefully unprepared for my parents' passing. I don't know when it's going to happen, but they're getting older. Yeah, and yeah. We, we've we've discussed this, and I yeah. know you've mentioned it on here. You want to be able to self-sustain when the time comes. Yeah. And I'm just not there. I'm just not there, and, and, and I'm getting there. I, I started my, but, my credit line. I, I, uh, I'm getting my and license. and That's awesome, man. I'm glad that you're getting there. I'm really glad that you are. And it's only going to be beneficial to all of you in the in both the short term and the long run. Yep. yep. Um, because with you driving now, and once you are fully capable and comfortable with doing so, you can work by yourself in the at night uh, when you know deliveries are good. Um, yeah. And your dad can be at home and just resting. Yeah, I told him that the other day because he was just like, I went into Walmart and I was talking to a friend who I'd seen in a hot minute and she was like, how's everything? And I was like, really good, actually, like right now, like I just got my permit. I'm driving around a bunch and I'm losing weight on this diet. I just started my my uh, my uh, credit line and my mom's doing better. Like she's she's not sick all the time. She actually went out to breakfast with us when my sister was in town and my dad's lost 10 pounds and his doctor's really happy with stuff, like put him on a different medication. and He's feeling better. and I'm like, all oh, that's a positive, right? All Absolutely. That's a Every you know bit my, of it. You know what my dad says? I wish things were better. I wish they, I wish I could say the same thing. I wish I could feel as positive as you. But when we're struggling to make ends meet every month, it's just hard to... And I'm like, I'm like, if you are going to be a negative Nancy all the time, I can't help you. And one, yeah. and then one, one of the things he says is that he was like, it's just, it's just depressing, Greg, because I thought by the age of, you know, sixty-five, I'd be retired, and that your mom and I could go and do whatever we wanted, whenever we wanted. And but, you know, we're, I'm, I'm still with a full-time job, and she's, you know, she, she's disabled, so she can't, but she'd still have a full-time job if that wasn't the case. And, and I just, I, w- I really wish that we were just both retired. And I was like, you have to stop putting these weird errors on your life. If anybody listening right now, I'm going to, I'm going to be straight up with you. If you're the type of person that sits there and says, 
I wanted my life to be here at this age, you're never going to get there. You're going to either a fail or it's not going to turn out the way you wanted to because you made expectations for yourself. That's not healthy. If you live your life to absolute like huge arcing expectations, it's not going to work out. You can make plans. You can sit there and say like, it'd be cool if this happened. That's fine. But if you sit there and say, I want to be here and do this at this age, you're likely not going to get there. And um, I think there's a there's a there's an even medium. You don't want to be totally akuna matata. Everything's lucky, you know. Like whatever, man. Eh, like don't do that. But don't be a rigid fucking tight ass who's like. I have to plan everything out every single day and I have to know exactly where this is and exactly where that is. That's not living. No, no. And my dad could never figure out that medium, even though he lived that medium, he could never figure out in his brain. He'd have that attitude of like hippie ish style, but he'd plan everything out that didn't pan out. So in his mind, even though he lived the hippie lifestyle, when he should have been living the other lifestyle, his brain was thinking the other lifestyle and not the hippie lifestyle, which is a very weird dichotomy. So at the age of 65, (laughs) he's mad that he lived the hippie lifestyle. And I'm just like, stop it. Just fucking stop it. I mean, I never had any idea or clear life plan. You know, I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. Um, I've come to accept my life for what it is. And I'm at a point for the past couple of years now, I'm happier than I've ever been. And I'm content with my life. Am I trying to make improvements? Yeah. I'm actually, you know, I've been working on rebuilding my credit the past couple of years and I've yeah. got it to a good place and I'm going to be applying for a home loan as soon as that's, we find something, you know, that's the kind but of planning that I'm talking about. Like that at the kind of same, it's short at the, at the same time, I'm not stressing it and I'm not upset because I didn't have this glorious career at whatever fucking firm, uh, and whatever fucking field. I'm not upset about that. I've, you know, I've lived, uh, pretty crazy life up to this point and it's a miracle i'm fucking alive <laughs> um well, what and that's things- and i'm not even talking about the the staph infection and the flesh-eating bacteria that almost killed me two years ago right you're, you're talking about the crazy shit you've done with cars the, and <laughs> well not only that i mean just crazier stupider shit in my late teens and early fucking 20s that i was i was Never into drugs or anything like that. Never, never drank, never done any drugs. But let me tell you, I did some stupid fucking shit that it is a miracle that I'm alive. I'm right. Leave it at that. My dad, um, my dad has said hundreds of times, which is always funny to me. He's always like, um, I didn't think I'd live to be 65. <laughs> like he thought he'd be dead before I was even born. Straight up. Like it, Dude, when I was when I was young, I always said, "Yeah, I plan on ending it at 40. If you know, I was like, I don't want to live past forty. I think we're that's polar enough. opposites in that. By the way, like we are polar opposites in that. Like I have always been an introverted person that stayed at home and didn't want to go out and do anything. 
So the fact that you are definitely in that category of like doing crazy shit, like I was the one that would have filmed you and then edited the video. Dude, if there were phones back then when I did stupid, crazy shit, I would probably have, there were chances, chances are good. I would have been a viral sensation at some point. Uh, <laughs> so speaking of that there, I sent Josh a fucking TikTok last night. That had oh, me dying to where I don't know how dude. much it made you laugh, but holy well, he was shit. an idiot. He was an idiot. Dude's trying to, he, he pours him. And this is a really fucking Southern dude with his accent too. Super Southern. Barely even opening his mouth when he's talking. I was like, where's this voice coming from? And I see his lips are kind of spread apart, but hardly moving. I was like, huh, how's he? Oh, he's not enunciating at all. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Carrying on. He pours a tall glass of orange juice and proceeds to use a toilet paper roll, an empty one, as a fucking straw. Puts his mouth around it, puts it in the cup, and tries to suck on it like he's going to use it as a straw. And like two-thirds of the cup of juice goes up into his mouth and hits the back of his throat, and he wonders why he had the reaction that he had. What a fucking idiot. I was dying. Like he just, he, he, he slurped it up as fast as possible and it started choke, like choking, like he was dying. And I'm like pissing myself laughing. I saved the video off TikTok and I sent it to Josh immediately. I'm just like, look at this idiot. And, well, at first I was trying to watch it and I wasn't getting any sound. I was like, what the fuck? And then I got the sound. I was like, oh, where's this voice coming from? Is it coming from that dude's face hole? And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, then I saw that. I was like, God, what a fucking moron. There's some people that do some dumb shit. No, I'm talking, but that's not the kind of dumb shit I'm talking about, though. Well, I was just going to say, I think the reason I bring it up was because um, I would have been the one filming you in that scenario, laughing my ass off and editing it and then uploading it. Oh, absolutely. Like, whenever we filmed things because we liked Jackass, it was always me doing the filming and laughing about it. Like yeah. I was like, if ever, if anyone ever instigated me to do something stupid, I was always a flat. No, like always a flat. No, um, dude. I remember one time we were doing some cliff diving, um, you know, not terribly high up, only about 40 feet up. Uh, and there was a group of us, you know, and it was, it was a really cool spot. You can't do it anymore because they cut the rope, but there was this big ass rope and it has like, literally like a two inch diameter rope and it was wrapped around multiple trees and anchored into place and hanging down this cliff wall and it was angled it was probably about a 75 eight well it's probably probably about an 85 degree angle wall wall face but there was a spot this rock you could go to the edge and you could jump off into the lake and the lake at that point is like 80 some feet deep it's really fucking deep right yeah. um and you could literally step off and just go that way, and you would clear everything at the bottom. Now, there was a rock at the bottom on the left side that jutted out about four feet. And as long as you didn't step off directly over that, or if you jumped, you know, even the slightest little jump, your momentum and the arc would carry you past it, right? So me and a group of people I know, or a few that I'm still friends with and actually still talk to a couple to this day, we were out there doing a little bit of cliff diving and everything. And, you know, after you jumped, you would swim over to the where the rope was and you would grab hold of the rope and lean back and you could Batman climb. It was like 66 Batman style right back up to the fucking top. <laughs> it was awesome. 
So we're, we've been there a couple hours. We're having a blast and everything, and it starts to fucking rain. Everybody's like, well, let's go. I'm like, what do you mean, let's go? It's raining. We're already fucking wet. <laughs> <clears throat> it's not storming. There's no thunder or lightning. I don't see the point in leaving. So everybody, I'm trying to talk to everybody. Come on back. Come on. We're having a blast. Don't, no, 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 don't go now. No. And everybody's walking up the path back to the road to get to their cars. And I was like, well, fuck it. I'm jumping one last time. So I take a running go. And I'm running from like 30 or 40 feet back. This is a problem because I was wet and I had gotten onto the footpath, which is dirt. And I was barefoot. So as I'm running, I hit the wet rock and I slip and I fall head first and I barely clear the edge and I hear everybody scream. And then I felt something very painful. And when I resurfaced, I looked up and everybody was just standing on the edge of the rock. They're like, holy shit, are you okay? I was like, I think so. I hit something. And then I got over to the rope and I started to climb up and my left ankle was just pouring the blood. I had hit my ankle on that rock. I'd hit my ankle on that rock that was jetting out. So I get to the top and I walked over the edge. I was like, huh? And then I jumped again. <laughs> you fucking because, <laughs> No, the reason why I jumped again, because if I didn't jump again, I would have been scared to do it ever again. So I jumped again immediately and I climbed back up and everybody's beating the hell out of me because I jumped again and I'm pouring the fucking blood. And they're like, why'd you do that? It's like, cause it's fun. Um, yeah, I'm okay. Sorry to scare y'all scared the shit out of me, but I jumped again now and now I'm not scared anymore. So I'm good. Everybody's like, well, now we're really leaving. I was like, all right, all right, we'll go. She's now left. But yeah, it was pretty awesome. Uh, (laughs) I got to trying to leave. I'd have been like, Josh, get the fuck off there. Let's go. You know, no, we're done. We're I, got done. A, I, I got a gnarly fucking scar on my ankle because of it to this Yeesh. day. That was, God, that was back in 2001. That was 19 years, ago. 19 years ago. I was thinking it was further back than that, but then again, you're not. Yeah, well, that seems about right. That seems about right for the age, age range. Yeah, uh, that's not even one of the craziest things I did. That's just, you know, I would do some daredevil type shit. You know? Well, uh, real quick, um, I have about fifteen. You got about you got about fifteen minutes. Yeah. So if you want to talk about our other topic briefly, yeah. Speaking of viral, uh, nice, nice. Well, done. well done. There, there's, there's something in the air out there, uh, and it's not a beer. Um, uh, stupidity is a stupidity is stupidity, right? Yeah. Look, so today the World Health Organization has declared the coronavirus a pandemic. But that's not reason for everybody to go out and panic, okay? Yeah, we're seeing some mass cancellations as a result here in the past couple of days. A lot of things have been canceled because of fears and it's not so much fear of the virus itself it's preventive maintenance to prevent mass spreading because here's the thing it's going to spread and it's going to get 
near you. And they're saying that they're estimating 60 to 70% of the population will have this virus in the next year. Um, but today the world health organization declared a pandemic. Um, the NCAA said, all right, our March madness tournament begins later this month. The tournament will be played with no fans in the stand stands. It will only be the teams and essential staff, essential like film crew and select family members for the teams. You know, there's going to be very few people in attendance. Um, Reporters are starting to be banned from locker rooms. I know the NBA has banned reporters from locker rooms now. Um, This morning, E3 was canceled. You know, this morning as of March 11th. E3. Yeah. The Electronics Expo. This is going to LA every year. It's canceled. This is going to hurt a lot of independent developers and stuff like that because absolutely there, there are chance meetings chance business luncheons and stuff like that that happen for a lot of these yeah. up-and-coming development companies that is not going to happen now yeah and that is the same with the um the uh sacramento uh, what was that one the game developers conference that uh, was canceled no, earlier the G- the- gdc gdc Okay, yeah, the Games Developers Conference that's held in, what, Sacramento every year? Or is it San Francisco? San Francisco. Okay, it was earlier this month, but it was postponed until later in the year. You know, there's been hobby shows that have been canceled in Japan. Uh, A lot of major events are being canceled or postponed. Here's some stats. Here's some stats on... The, the virus itself, like overarching stats. So over 100 countries have now reported cases. Yep. Uh, Hubei government uh, to, to allow key industries to come back to work. So in Japan, it's getting better. Straight up, in Japan, it's getting better. Good. Um, uh, in Korea, number of uh, – South Korea specifically – number of confirmed cases surpasses 7,700 in South Korea. Uh, Italy announces more than 200 deaths in the past 24 hours. They also today announced that they've officially passed 10,000 confirmed cases in Italy. And they have uh, put travel restrictions on in certain regions of the country. Oh, the whole country is in a quarantine. The whole country is like a no travel ban. Okay, the whole country is now? Yeah, yeah. You cannot leave or enter the country until they get it under control. Uh, but the good, the, the, I guess the positive part of that is that the Italian government has said that um, they're suspending all mortgage payments for anybody who has to stay at home because they literally can't work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. There are, this is going to affect well, there's a, little a bit lot of things. Go ahead. Uh, UK health minister tests positive while Denmark goes on a 14-day lockdown. Uh, US cases surpass 1,000. Death toll sits at 36. Uh, information from the World Health Organization and health agencies. Um, uh, okay, that, sorry, I read that wrong. So I'm scrolling down. Like there's there's a bunch of information, weirdly enough, on Twitter here. 
Uh, oh my god! From, How did I know you were looking at Twitter? <laughs> well, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the like the World Health Organization, yeah, yeah. stuff. So very specifically, like looking at facts, not just people fucking freaking out and buying all the toilet paper. Um, yeah, don't do that, by the way. So, do you know why that's happening? Because people are fearing that they're going to be put under a mandatory quarantine, and they're going out and buying five and six and more rolls of these fucking 24 packs of toilet paper. Not I'm sorry, that, but how much are you going to shit in 14 fucking days? Not a hundred rolls worth. Not only that, but it has to do with the fact that a lot of that stuff is made in China. So people oh, are hearing God. that they're not going to get that. We're, we're just going to have a, a low amount. So what what's funny is my friend Rob that I do MPSP theater with, he is a truck driver. Shout out to you, Rob. Um, he lives in Wisconsin and a lot of the toilet paper that is produced to be consumed in the United States is made in Wisconsin. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I just what the fuck? Settle down. Greg sent me a video last night of him and his dad. Were you in Walmart? Yeah. He's like, "Gee, Dad, I guess it's a good thing we don't need toilet paper, honey." Panned his camera over. Not a fucking roll in the entire aisle. Nothing. Not a roll. I'm like, wow. I mean, it was no. literally barren. Well, and I even it, asked. I, I was like, I was like, are you guys expect like there was there's a couple of workers around me. And I was like, that's fucking ridiculous, son. The guy was like, oh, it's it's I don't get it. And I said, hand uh, sanitizer, bottled water, and toilet paper are being bought up like milk, eggs, and bread if a snowflake falls here. So the other things, weirdly enough, so it's not just that because I thought it was just that, but um, Clorox and uh, pine salt slash Lysol. Yeah, any are, any disinfectants. Yes. Uh, the other thing that's weirdly out of stock, I don't get it, spam. It's got a long shelf life, man. It has a <laughs> long cool, shelf like... life. That, that shit will keep for years, just in case this turns into the zombie apocalypse, which I'm sure like five people are rooting for. Um, they're freaking out, and they're thinking hunker down long term. Here's the thing. Everybody needs to stop freaking the fuck out. Yes, take it seriously. Take precautions. You know, I got a friend, man. He's really concerned. I won't say he's paranoid, but he is super fucking concerned because he lives in New York. He works in New York. He has two kids at home, one ten, one two. Um, he and his wife, he's very concerned. He doesn't want to bring that home and get them sick. I understand that 100%. His job, he has the ability to work remotely from home every day. His job has not let them start to work from home every day yet. This morning, they got an email saying that somebody that works on the 26th floor in their office building was confirmed to have it and is in quarantine. But not to worry, steps were being taken to make sure everything's sanitized on a regular basis. I would be like, fuck that, I'm working from home. You know, I have the ability, let me work from home. Yeah, but I think all companies out there, especially in bigger areas and huge areas like New York, like L.A., like these other heavily populated centers should allow their company, their employees to work from home if possible. Also, but people don't need to panic. No. Well, that's the thing that people don't understand is that COVID-19 has been around forever. 
Like it's been around for a very long time. It, ha- it has been. This is just a new strain of it that there has been no uh, vaccine for or shot for. Right. So nobody has any natural resistance to it. It is harder to transmit than the flu, apparently. Um, but yeah, just don't have people cough in your mouth or shake hands. Like don't, it's it's don't, mainly don't hands be shaking. Don't don't touch people. Don't touch anyone. Don't, don't be shaking hands, giving them a hug or anything, you know, for the time being. I went into um, a pizza place today and the girl goes, the woman, the woman working there goes, are you having a lot more business because of the uh, coronavirus? And I said, yes and no. I'd say it's, it's people are tipping more, which is really nice. And she goes, well, that's full. That's good. And I said, yeah, it's, it's nice that they're like concerned about my health, but still oh. want their fucking chill. Oh. Speaking of my friend, he just now said, we just got the green light to stay home and work from home until further notice. There you go. That's congratulations to him. I know that's pleasing him. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's be because he's but... been really worried about it. And I've been giving him shit. I really have. I was like, dude, you're freaking out. It's not that bad. It's take it seriously. Yes. But don't start chugging bleach. Right. Um, and now he has legit reason to be concerned and worried. And I understand that. And I kind of feel bad. So EE, I love you. And I apologize for giving you so much shit. I was just thought you were overstressing yourself and stress can reduce your immune systems. Uh, True. A uh, capability to ward off things. But well, that- I also gave him shit because it's like, dude, you know, I'd be more worried at the flu at this point. He's like, well, I don't get flu shots. I was like, you don't get flu shots. Yeah. I don't get the flu. I was like, well, why the fuck are you so worried about COVID-19 if you don't even get fucking flu shots? Come on now. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, man, um, don't be buying up and hoarding these masks. The masks are not going to prevent you from getting this virus. Yeah. They are, let the people that have the virus have the masks because if they have the mask, they cannot transmit it outward because it's there contained was, in the mask there was a nurse on twitter that was basically arguing with somebody because they were like I, what i don't get is that you tell us not to wear the mask or not to buy the mask yet all the pictures of health officials like doctors and whatnot show them wearing masks and she goes that's because there are other airborne uh, airborne illnesses that we could potentially catch more on like when you buy all the masks because you're paranoid about a non-airborne uh virus Yes, or a, or a virus that really doesn't really affect the airborne mass, or doesn't the the mass don't affect it. You stop us from being able to protect ourselves from I don't know tuberculosis. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. All you need I, to do is educate yourself, read the CDC website, read their updates, follow what they're saying, follow the advice of a health professional. Follow the advice of the World Health Organization. I, I don't look at a fucking meme on Facebook yeah. and think, "Oh shit, oh, I got to go get all the toilet paper." One hundred percent. Social media has made this worse. 100%. Social media has made it a thousand times worse. Uh, I went into a hospital yesterday to deliver some Five Guys to a guy who was in the um, mm, uh, delivery burgers, the 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 birth and delivery area. I yeah, don't want to yeah. say it was maternity because it's not. They didn't call it that. But I well, was trying to, as I was trying to contact him, he came out of an elevator. I handed it to him. I said, have a good day. I went in the elevator. And as I did, a doctor walked in. Like I, I saw her badge. And I noticed in the elevator, there was a sign that talked about COVID-19 and the flu. 
in the same thing. Because mm-hmm. to prevent the flu, it's the same way you prevent from getting COVID-19. Shocking. Yes. Wash your um, fucking hands if you have to cough. Cough into your elbow, uh, the sleeve, you know. Don't touch your fucking face. And what was funny is there was a video I saw this woman reading, don't touch your face. And she goes at, at, to turn the page of her fucking notes and yeah. licks her fucking she works, finger. She works for the World Health Organization, which is the lady. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I, I, I kind of point, I was like, oh, you guys have one of those up now. And she goes, yeah, everyone's in a panic. And I said, I, I, I said, personally, I don't get the panic. Like, take the precautions you would with the flu and you'll be fine. She's like, yes, exactly. Jesus Christ. It's not, it's not that difficult, people. Like, calm down. And it's not. She's a doctor. <laughs> it's not guaranteed fatal. Yes, there is a high death rate comparatively, but that is because a majority of the people that have caught this that have died from it are old as fuck. Yeah, they're or yeah. people with compromised immune systems or well, it, immune it, it, systems that are COVID, not fully developed like small children. Yeah, COVID attacks your respiratory system. That's what it goes. Yeah, for. It's a respiratory virus. So if you have respiratory issues, take extra precautions. Yes. Yeah. But stop freaking the fuck out. Yeah, it's 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 getting me sensible. Like like I I get I totally I kind I kind of want to go lick a subway turnstile just to fight it off and say, see, yes, it sucked to be sick for two weeks, but I'm better now. When it started breaking out really <laughs> bad in in China, a comedian, one of my like I don't I don't know this comedian, but I I wish I could find him. But I he had a tweet that made me laugh, and it was uh, I'm about to get on the subway train and cough real loud and see who's a racist. Um, oh yeah yeah. Uh, and that's the thing. Just because a person is Asian does not mean that they're automatically carrying the virus. I mean, realistically, uh, at this point, it it COVID does COVID is the most uh, uh, woke virus ever. <laughs> oh, absolutely! Because <laughs> it doesn't give a fuck on age, race, gender, ethnicity, creed. Doesn't give a shit. Political uh, affiliation. Yeah, <laughs> getting everybody. Uh, it's just—it's really funny to me. I—I—I I, uh, I, I have to make this abundantly clear. Like, panic makes things worse. And Absolutely. When you go to the extent of trying too hard to prevent it, you hurt other people. Uh, 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 it's like I—it's like I pointed out yesterday with my dad with the whole toilet paper thing. The thing that makes that worse is that people who are not panicking then become panicked because they're worried they're not going to get any toilet paper to just wipe their ass where all the people who are panicking have taken all the toilet paper. And here's the thing. If it gets to the point where there's no toilet paper to wipe your ass after you shit, you can take a fucking shower. I don't see any fucking soap fucking sold out anywhere. I do. Well, I've not. Not yet. Uh, uh, wash your fucking hands, right. people. <laughs> uh, if it's an antibacterial soap, yes. Which makes me laugh considering it's not a bacteria. But that's besides yeah. the point. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I understand wholeheartedly why these big conventions that are going to have hundreds of thousands of people attending are canceling. I totally get that. Yeah, uh, because they're, it's basically the risk for transmission to others is exponentially goes through the roof. Like I think I was reading last night, 
two uh, the average person that comes into contact will infect 2.2 others versus the average person that comes into contact with the regular flu infects like 1.1 so this virus is transmitted to more people but it is harder to transmit than the flu is right and if you protect yourself like you would protect yourself from getting the flu you're doing exactly what you need to be doing overreacting is not the answer well, like I said, you know. the woman the woman inside the pizza place today when she asked me about how businesses and stuff like that, I said it's it's a it's it's roughly the same. People are tipping more, which is nice. I said the weird thing is is that I've seen a lot of DoorDashers really concerned about catching it. And my my thought process on that is like, hey, I know you touch door handles all day and you're worried about catching COVID. When in reality, you should have been worried about catching the flu or the cold from the same door handles and taking yeah. the same precautions. Yeah, if you've not gotten a flu shot, go ahead and get that done. Uh, it may not help uh, with the coronavirus, but it will certainly help with the flu strain. Um, you know, well, I haven't been able to see my doctor yet, so I haven't gotten a flu shot yet. I'll be getting one tomorrow. I was like, the flu shot, all the flu shot does is it boosts your immune system to fight yeah. off the, the fucking flu if you catch yeah. it. Because um, there, there's no way to fucking come up with a cure. That's all flu no. shot does is it helps you It helps you fight it off. That being it helps said, the body fight off the, the severity of the flu. shot of also the flu. helps fight off the COVID-19 virus. Yeah, but not as effectively, of course. Because no, because no, it it's twice as uh, contagious. So that's why. Like if you catch it, you catch it. (laughs) Yeah. It's, 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 let's put it this way on a scale of one to 10, it is roughly 20 out of 10 on the easy scale. So difficult for, for the virus, but, but easy, but 20 out of 10 to catch it. COVID's a 40 out of 10, sorry, 40 out of a hundred. So like, it's still not like, that what easy I was, to catch. What I was reasoning for on the CDC is that more people will catch it, but it is harder than the flu to catch. Um, uh, yeah, the, well, in that in that regard, yeah, because like the flu is uh, it can survive airborne wise longer. Yeah. I don't and know, this just, is just, a, this is we're not health professionals. Don't take everything we're saying to heart. No, I'm just listening to the the World Health Organization. <laughs> Follow CDC updates. Don't listen to politicians. <laughs> and the doctor. Don't listen to yesterday. fucking politicians sitting in a circle praying the virus away because that's not how it fucking works. I don't, I, listen I don't to care health professionals. I don't care what politician. Left, right, up, down, doesn't fucking matter. If they're no. not a doctor and they don't practice medicine. Modern right medicine. Now, yeah. Don't fucking trust their word. You know, um, don't don't listen to uh, uh any preachers because you know that one that said oh i decree this virus illegal in the name of jesus that you're going to be safe because she said so practice smart oh my gosh, preventive hygiene yes that's exactly oh, word for word what she I said about that i forgot it because it's so stupid i forgot about it yeah yeah well uh well listen, it's like one it's it's like a, a guy said a, a doctor not anybody else. There's a professional that actually said a quote that I'm going to quote him on, and then we got to wrap this up because I got to go in a minute. Um, it's very simple. Alert, not panic. Yeah, alert and aware. Don't be panicky. Um, Just precautionary measures. Be mindful. 
and that's it, you know, and don't, don't be a dick to anybody that you hear coughing. Uh, and especially if they're of a different ethnicity, if they're Asian, wow. don't, don't fucking like you do that in public. Shit. If I see you do that shit in public, I'm calling you out. Like, I don't care. Dude, I got a leg that can make a good bat. I will pop go. somebody in the fucking mouth over some racist shit. All right, I hate to call this though. I gotta. I, gotta, I know, I know, I know. I gotta go, but uh, guys, guys, uh, it was a good conversation. Uh, a little bit of driving talk, which now you know my story on that, and can sympathize with me, I guess, if you choose to. Uh, Josh was a if, was a crazy bastard in his youth. Uh, yeah, I'm not even touching. I'm at the base of the summit, sir. Um, I'm not. I'm, there's a lot of stuff that I've done in my day. I'm not proud of, and pretty sure there's still a statute of limitations that could incriminate me on some. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Nobody um, died. Nobody died. Just so. well. Um, yeah. But. Uh yeah yeah guys, uh, hit us up with your thoughts. Yeah, you definitely. Know, don't panic. Be smart. Follow updates from CDC, World Health Organization, your personal physician, um, health officials, of course, nobody else. We're not giving medical advice. We're telling you where to get the medical advice. That's a difference. Right. Uh, but yeah, as for the sh- hit us up and let us know what you think, you know, yeah, uh, um, are, do, do you think it's overhyped or do you think there is m- more we're not being told? Or do you think this is, well, viruses evolve. This is the planet's way of trying to purge us. There's too many of us. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's, it's, that's nature's course. If I'm being honest. Yeah. Yeah. And it's only going to get worse as years go on. There's always going to be something nastier five, 10 years from now. Yeah, absolutely. There's going to be, there's going to be something else that makes this look like the common cold. Yeah. So exactly. uh, don't guys, panic. If you're afraid to leave the house and you want to stay at home and do something, we have two shows we can recommend to you that we're going to talk about next week. Uh, Castlevania Season 3 and um, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot. Uh, I've yet to watch either one, but I plan to next week. Well, Jay and Silent Bob Reboot comes out the 13th, which is two days from now as of recording the day this publishes. Uh, that'll be available to watch on Stars or Amazon Prime Video with a Stars subscription. Or is it just on Amazon Prime? I can't remember. One or the other. Don't quote me on that. Uh, and the other is, of course, on Netflix. Not going to lie. I didn't realize that. I hope I can watch it. I think you can. I think it is available on regular Prime. And if you can't, then I've got a solution. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, guys, follow us. Follow us on our social media. Down below the show description are links where you can join our Discord server where we are always available to talk to either one-on-one or in our actual group server, the All Queued Up server, um, buy some cool merch. I'm actually going to be updating that later this week. Uh, Probably going to shift it over to Teespring, to be honest, uh, and going to be looking into getting some new designs done. Absolutely. Uh, If you're an artist friend, and I know Genocide, we've gotten art from you in the past, and you know, if we want to use something different, so hit me up. Uh, we'll talk some ideas and everything. 
Uh, if you want to follow the official Facebook page of All Queued Up, you can do so. There's a link there. There is the All Queued Up discussions group. Uh, also, Twitter and Instagram feeds down below for all of that and the links. Now, for me personally, if you want to follow me, you can do so on Facebook under my regular name. It's a public profile. Hit me up. I love to chat with people. Uh, don't be a stalker weirdo creep. Uh, I've had that happen, and it's kind of funny, but it's kind of odd. Uh, but if you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, those profiles are linked to my Facebook account. You can just click them there. As for other shows that I appear on, aside from this show every Friday with Greg, you can catch me on the Realm of Collectors Realm of Collectors YouTube channel. I'm on two podcasts there. Both are live shows. One is every other Wednesday. Uh, tonight, actually, as we're recording, we have a show in about three about an hour and a half. Uh, yeah, uh, that's called Figure Banging, a live action figure review show. Tune in, check it out. We have fun uh, looking over figures and uh, making juvenile jokes because we're fucking 12. And then, of course, every Friday night around 9 p.m. with my friends Nick, Rob, Russ, and Sam, MPSP Theater, where we look at news in the pop culture and entertainment industry uh, across comics, TV shows, movies, and more. Uh, that's all the places you can find me. What about you, Greg? Uh, you can find me on all social media under Chub Rock Geek. Uh, I've been posting a few more uh, uh, TikToks lately just because... Why though not? Why not? What I like to do, and I'm, it's a small series that I like to do where I take a topic or news story in the world, and then I have uh, my dog Scarlet like sitting near my shoulder, and I ask her what her opinions are on it. Um, so I like that. I find it cute and funny. Uh, I don't know. Our, no, because I won't be able to do anything this this Saturday. But normally, Josh and I like to do a stream where we do play some Jackbox games, and I was. Going to say this Saturday, but I'll be out of town. Ah, uh, damn it! I was going to say I'm actually going to be available this Saturday. Um, we'll see. You know what? It's going to tentative only because I have to drive two hours out of my way to have the car fixed for free. Ah, uh, um, well, you'll probably be tired after that. Yeah, I'm driving both there and back. So, but I don't want to say no. I don't want to say back no again. But. Uh, I'm not going to say yes, because I don't know how I'll well, feel or what time it'll be and whatnot. Well, let's not plan on it. Okay. All right. All right. I'm just say fuck it. <laughs> if it happens, it happens, but let's not make solid plans. Solid plans can be made for the 28th, though. We'll say this much. Follow us on our social medias, both Josh and I individually. And if we do plan on doing it, you'll know around noon Pacific time, um, which will be at least five to six hours before we even start yeah so so make sure you follow us on all social medias and you'll know before before uh we go live long before we go live um but yeah if you follow me on twitch which is chub rock geek on twitch um that's where we do our streaming that's where we play our games and have a good time and last time we did it it was a ton of fun good lord we had a lot of fun yeah it was um and they, and like i said last episode they announced the newest game for jackbox party pack uh six or seven, sorry, seven, which is uh, Quiplash uh, three. Quiplash three, which will come out in the fall, like they normally do. So around October, September, October, November ish. Usually October, just FYI. Um, but uh, yeah, because 
I know the past two years it has come out in October, like a week before I've left to go to TFCon both years. I'm yeah. interested actually because there's a, supposed to be a TFCon in Orlando uh, in two weeks. I don't Ooh. know. Mm-hmm. They might have to cancel. Well, people are always asking me, like, why is the E3 canceled this early? And I'm like, do you realize how much how much planning is involved? It's canceled this early because the logistics. Now, TFCon, it's been planned since October, and a lot of the stuff's already been paid for. And at this right. point, it'd be very difficult to shut down. But the numbers are nowhere near E3 numbers. You know, right. you're looking at a small handful of people that would be in attendance, you know, several hundred to a thousand maybe right. uh, on a daily basis. So it's not like, you know, 20,000 people in the fucking Staples Center. Exactly. Exactly. And, and, and the fact that you were talking about how uh, the NCAA stuff is the, the way that they're handling it. Um, yeah. I'm thinking that the Olympics might go the same route because I can't imagine them canceling the Olympics. But I can see them canceling the Olympics. Um, but at the very least, if they did hold them, I see them holding them with just camera crews yeah, and the yeah. necessary ne- the necessary officials and no fans. Yeah, uh, that's how, that's exactly how I see it. I see that before I see it canceled. Honestly, there's there's a lot of sporting events that. I think are going to be going that route over the next few months. Yeah, uh, well, 2020's canceled, y'all. 2020's canceled. Mm, did it get me tooed? <laughs> oh yeah, that Whoa. fuck stick Harvey Weinstein got sentenced to 23 years ago. Good job, fucko. Ha ha. Sucks to be you. You're gonna die in prison, you fucking rapist. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> that went dark, didn't it? On that note, folks. We will see you next time. Take care, everybody.